Hello, friends, and welcome to the show. So on Tuesday, it was officially announced that all cops are now criminal because they're tasked to enforce these unjust laws following regulations created by politicians. But instead of taking the blame when things go awry or when the public refuses to tolerate what's happening to them anymore, the politicians shift the blame onto the individual police officer because there's no way that we could be wrong, that our regulation that we enacted could be the problem. No, 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 no. It's the individual police officer. And you saw this happen on the very same day. I briefly touched on this on the video yesterday. I'm going to get a little more in depth into it today. But before we get started, how about you smash that like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and leave a comment down below. It helps with the algorithm from Coleman Hughes. If I were one second away from being stabbed, perhaps to death, I certainly hope a cop would save my life by shooting the assailant rather than gamble with my life by using a taser, which often doesn't work, or verbally de-escalating. Also, not only do tasers often not work, they frequently don't work if the suspect is overweight. From Melissa Chen, luckily, you don't have the blue check tinted glasses yet. So glasses off, you see a 15-year-old pinning another teenager up on the side of a car about to stab them in the neck. You put the glasses on, you see two little boys with cardboard swords and tinfoil Peter Pan style caps play fighting in the yard. Because you had blue checkmark Twitter verified users, adds a mouthful, saying... Basically saying, who didn't have knife fights in their high school? This was like a daily occurrence. Teachers knew how to break it up. You didn't need cops shooting these kids. What high schools did you go to? What schools did you go to? I didn't attend the best schools. And when I was in middle school, there was a kid who was frequently being bullied. There were people that tried to steal his trumpet from him because I was a band nerd in middle school and high school. So they were trying to steal like his $1,000 trumpet as on his way home from school. So what did he do? He asked for help. None was given. So he carried a knife with him. And one day they took his trumpet. He pulled out a knife. They dropped the trumpet and ran away. But they reported it to the school. And what happened? The kid was sent to alternative school. So no, knife fights don't happen all the time. And this happened off campus. The kid was sent to alternative school for like a semester and a half. So knife fights don't happen all the time. I don't know where all these white liberals went to school, but they definitely didn't go to school where the rest of America goes to. It's bananas. Jumping over to Peace Promoter Poso, there should be a law against stabbing people. And there should be. And there is. And it's a fairly clear cut. Um, I think there's overwhelming popularity when it comes to this law. People shouldn't just be out there running around attempting to stab people in the neck with kitchen knives. It probably would make for a bad society if we can just go around and stab people. But I don't know. The standards are always shifting when it comes to liberals. Either protests are good unless the people on the right do it. Uh, justice is bad unless we get things our way, in which case justice is good. Uh, the courts are racist unless we get the things we want and then that's okay. But it's not really justice because we're still emotional and ignorant about the way America works. I, I don't know. 
I, I honestly don't know what the rules are anymore. Also from Peace Promoter Poso, this is from the Daily Beast. According to Bryant, who said she had been told of the events by Micaiah's grandmother and father, Micaiah was in front of the house fending off a physical assault when police arrived. Remember, she was fending off a physical assault. And she had already dropped the knife in the yard, but police shot her four times without any warning, she said. The police are going to lie. I'm so thankful that someone from the family was actually on the scene, Bryant said. The police are going to lie. So, that's from the Daily Beast. They're stoking tensions. They're, the media is attempting to start a race war. And it's ridiculous. Does it look like she's retreating? Does it look like she's fending off an attacker? No, it looks like she's forearm shiving, bending somebody backwards over the front support beam of a car. And is attempting to stab them in the throat. That entire story from the Daily Beast was wrong. And its sole purpose was to stoke racial tensions, was to have this become the next George Floyd incident. And that's why you saw the police. They said, this is the cleanest of the clean when it comes to shoots. We need to drop this footage time now because if the media gets a hold of the narrative, this cop will become the next Derek Chauvin for simply having done his job and for having saved the life you have LeBron James threatening police. But before I get to that, I'll cover this. From John Leckick. I was locked out of Twitter, but King James's tweet was totally fine. Got it. Violating Twitter's rules against glorifying violence. What did he say that was so violent? Derek Shelvin did nothing wrong. That seems to be a fairly subjective to objective opinion, depending on who you talk to, considering that even the prosecution couldn't even make the case that Chauvin was a causal link, like the main causal link of George Floyd's death. At first they said, oh, the knee to the neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds, I believe that's the time. And then they said, well, knee and back and then neck area and then, well, Maybe it could, someone said, well, one of the prosecution's own, own witness said, well, you know, if he was found dead in the car, it would have just been an overdose. So if you, if you can't, if you can't dial it in, then you're going to have an argument on the other side that says, well, he did nothing wrong. If there was no physical damage done to the body and you had all these other factors, well, then who's to say who's to actually blame? But from LeBron James, you're next with the little sands of time. Hashtag accountability with a photo of the cop. This is disgusting. You have one of the most influential culture icons in the United States directly threatening a police officer for saving a black girl's life. He's stuck between a rock and a crazy place. Not LeBron James. He is the crazy place. The cop is. So he had to shoot a black teenager to save a black teenager. Seems like not a situation I'd like to find myself in, to be honest, with the current climate in America. But imagine if he didn't shoot the teenager and they were stabbed right in front of him and he caught it on, on, uh, on his body cam. And then you have riots in the streets saying, police would have only saved that young girl had she been white. 
That police officer did nothing because police enjoy watching black people murder one another right in front of them, and they're not going to do anything to stop it. Well, guess what? He did stop it. And he stopped it effectively. He stopped it in a way in which the victim, because people say, well, she called the police. She was the one who called the police and the police shot her. How's he supposed to know that? Is he supposed to say, time out. LeBron James knows this. Time out, folks. Time out. Time out. IDs. I need to see. I need to find out who called me. We need to know how old everybody is because I don't want to be the one shooting a teenager. I don't know why I have a Southern draw right now while I'm talking. It's strange, but I don't want to be the one shooting a teenager. So let's, let's ID everybody. But guys, IDs are a pillar of white supremacy. Thanks to Jamal Bowman. So it would have been racist for him to ID people to figure out who called the cops and how old everybody at the scene was. And remember, during the confrontation, there was a man who punted a girl in the face right in front of the police officer. And guess what? That cop didn't shoot him. The cop shot the only person who was literally threatening somebody's life. He did his job. His job is to protect and serve. He protected somebody's life. He served them by protecting them. But LeBron James doesn't care about objective reality because he's ignorant. He barely has a high school education, has never sought to be better intellectually. So what does he fall back on? He falls back on emotion. From Gary Norwood, it's pretty obvious that LeBron believes the police's role should only be to protect him from the inconvenience of having to deal with the plebs. LeBron James used a police escort to beat concert traffic in Miami. It's good to be the king. In your face, Kim K. Baltimore just dunked on LeBron James. Please read a book. The system in place was created by the very guy you supported in the presidential election. And she's not wrong. He created the 1994 crime bill, the war on drugs, the war on guns, the Patriot Act. Sorry, the Patriot Act. Joe Biden has been one of the single greatest destroyers of the black community. I was trying to think of the word. Remember, this is unscripted, folks, and I don't even edit the video or edit the audio for podcasts. Joe Biden has been one of the single greatest setbacks to the black community in the last 50 years. His mentor was an exalted cyclops of the KKK. And people say, oh, people change. So you're in a leadership role of the Ku Klux Klan and you change? Not, you weren't just like a foot soldier. You weren't just like a eh, somebody who, oh, I, I attend a meeting once a, once a year or whatever. It's no big deal. No, you were a leader. You were like an executive recruiter on behalf of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, no, no, guys, he's reformed. He, he didn't really mean it. He saw the errors in his way. And he directly mentored Joe Biden. Joe Biden was mentored by Klansmen in Congress. Joe Biden was so racist, he opposed integration. He said he didn't want his kids to live in a racial jungle. 
And LeBron James supported that. Maybe if LeBron James opened the Malcolm X autobiography he, that he only is, has the ability to read the first five pages of, he would get to the part where Malcolm X has said that the biggest threat to black Americans is white liberals. White liberals will smile at you. They'll tell you what you want to hear. But as soon as you lose their interest, as soon as you're no longer useful to them, they will toss you aside. They'll throw you in jail. They'll make you a criminal because they don't want you to succeed. Because white liberals are the white supremacists. White liberals, with their bigotry of low expectations, they say black people are too stupid to get IDs. Black people are too stupid to follow the law. Black people, black people, black people. Instead of they say we as a society should be better, we as a, uh, as a society should expect better, they continue to make excuses. They continue to say black people are not capable of doing better things. Yet they still ask for their vote. I don't, I don't understand what's going on with society. But this is a prime example that LeBron James has never had to sacrifice anything in his life. He was 18 years old, making millions of dollars. He's never had to sacrifice anything. He's never had to serve anybody else. If LeBron James sees such a problem with policing, and he thinks cops are just out there every day hoping for a black person to kill, he should stop hiring police officers to protect him and his family. And instead, he should become a police officer himself to show people what it's like to be an actual cop. That what a real cop should be. Because LeBron James is a physical specimen. He is of the point zero 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 one percentile of what the human body is able to achieve. Just perfection. So he could have leaped the 12 to 15 feet to stop that girl from stabbing the other girl. He wouldn't have had to use a weapon. He could have just mm, snatched it out of her hand because he's so quick. He's so fast. He can jump. He's just a physical perfection. Show other cops what it's like. Teach them how to be just as fit as you are, LeBron. Lead by example. Because honestly, when times get tough, you prove yourself to be a little bitch. I'm old enough to remember during the NBA Finals here in San Antonio, the AC was broken and it was a little toasty in the arena. And what happened? LeBron James pulled his hammy. He was crying on the court, complaining that it was too hot and that the game should have been called. He does not know what it means to sacrifice. He likes to bash men and women in uniform who are willing to sacrifice themselves to protect him. But he's not willing to sacrifice anything to help others. Because he's a liberal. He's a hypocrite. He doesn't care about objective reality. He only cares about how he feels because he essentially has the intellect of a small child. And the way he's acted since becoming a multimillionaire has proved it. He'll speak out against a cop doing his job 
because you should never have to shoot a child. Yet he looks the other way when Chinese child slave labor are being used to make his shoes. He won't say anything. He won't inject himself into that conversation because his overlords say not to. Maybe we should ask him more about that. So that's going to be it for now. Folks, don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment down below because it helps with the algorithm. I'll see you all later. Have a good one. Bye.